are now listening to Shy Sox Weekly, hosted by Tony Marchese and John Suarez. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into Shy Sox Weekly, brought to you by OnTap Sportsnet. Today is episode 37. I am John Suarez, joined with my co-host, Tony Marchese and Johnny Nani. How are we doing today, guys? What's up? What's up? Doing pretty well, John. How about you? I would be doing a lot better if the Sox started playing consistent baseball because I got my hopes up for a little bit there, but it's we're back at ground zero. Hey, one step forward, two steps back, one step forward, three steps back. Yeah, well, crack That's pretty much what it is. So yeah, so we obviously we didn't talk last week. That's mostly on me. My girlfriend graduated from college, so maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. But I ended up going to Indiana for the weekend and helping her move out, which is always fun. Um, love her, but. <laughs> Other than that, the White Sox have played uh, quite a few series, so we're definitely going to touch on that. But we have a very notable guest on tonight, Tone, and I'm super excited, so I can't hold it back any longer. Who do we have on Shy Sox Weekly tonight? We're having Mr. Jake Berger from the White Sox organization on Shy Sox Weekly tonight. Uh, Very excited to talk to Mr. Berger. Yes, Jake Berger, the White Sox 2017 first-round pick, is going to be... Shy Sox Weekly's guest for the evening, so we're going to get him on in just a few minutes. But before that, how about we talk a little bit about some White Sox news. Johnny, take it away. Yeah, so the only news bit today was that the White Sox signed left-handed pitcher Ross Detweiler to a minor league deal. Um, That's a little bit of a dumpster dive move by Rick Hahn. Uh, Detweiler pitched in one game for Seattle earlier this season, and then they DFA'd him. Um, He has... 4.36 career ERA and 584 innings pitched. Um, You know, Rick Hahn had said that they're going to have to go outside the organization to find depth. Um, But I don't think this is the answer, guys. No, not at all. I definitely don't think it's the answer. I apologize for that little ding in the background, but that was a good ding because that's our guest confirming that he's ready to come on. So uh, moving on from Ross Detweiler. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think we want to talk about Ross Detweiler. I'm I'm good. How about we go ahead and we bring Jake Berger on? All right. Sounds good to me. All right, now we are joined by White Sox prospect Jake Berger. Jake's on the phone. How you doing tonight, man? Great, man. Great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we appreciate it. So uh, we're we're just gonna jump right into it. We've got uh, you know a bunch of questions for you. Obviously, everyone around White Sox fan base is excited to hear what your status is, um, how everything's going down in Arizona. So we'll just jump right into it uh, with the big one. How is the rehab going so far? It's been going really well. Um, last couple of weeks have been huge. Um, you know, it's uh, finally getting back to basically full go. So um, you know, next next couple of weeks, you know. Uh, Hopefully be out an affiliate. I mean, I know uh, Hearn set the date for June 1. I think that's just more of like, a, you know, if, if I'm out before that grade, if I'm out like a little after that, so be it. But, you know, uh, it's a good it's a good goal. And, no, it's going really well. Yeah, so that was actually it. Yep. I was just going to say, um, was there a specific timeline for you uh, returning to action? But uh, could you just mm-hmm. fill everyone in? You know, we've seen a few videos of you uh, taking ground balls and charging and whatnot. Um, well, what what does your workout kind of consist of on a daily basis right now? Um, typically, so right now, I'm, I'm basically full go practice. Um, so, I mean, I, I typically get to the field early. Um, extended spring training starts pretty early. Um, so, so we get to the field, do some rehab stuff, um, you know, activation, hit, do an orientation type thing, and then 
go out to the field and basically do everything everybody else is doing, whether that's agilities that day, running, base running, no matter what it is. And then uh, after that, take ground balls with the, with the team. And so basically, I mean, it, it's it's honestly exactly like how a regular practice would go. So um, it's been going really well. So um, hopefully uh, here, <laughs> I just got to get out of Arizona, you know. Um, I've seen seen too much of this place. Time to uh, Time to move on. Yeah. Well, you know, Arizona weather's not bad. Uh, I'm sure you're enjoying it down there and you, um, you know, enjoy this, the spring down there. Who who have you been rooming with down in Arizona? Um, so right now I'm rooming with uh, Dane Dunning, uh, AJ Puckett, and then uh, JB Olsen and Andre, Andre Davis. Um, those guys lived with me last year. And then obviously, unfortunately, uh, Dane and Puckett both had to uh, get TJ, but you know, they're, they're strong and doing pretty well. So, um, it's, it's a good house. It's a funny dynamic. Uh, you know, we're always always trying to jab at each other and whatnot. So uh, I think the uh, I think the White Sox are just in the video video camera down for us to just like go through how our days are and then like what we do at home and stuff. So it, see a lot of uh, a lot of FIFA and Fortnite and uh, playoff hockey. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So you had said the White Sox sent on a camera. Do you guys get to watch many of the big league club games while you're down there? Uh, yeah, typically like the day games will be on like in the clubhouse and stuff. So we'll watch those, um, night games, not so much. I don't think we, we don't really get it. So, um, typically at home we're watching either soccer, basketball or hockey. Um, just get our minds off baseball a little bit, you know, yeah, you know how you it go. goes. So they don't give you guys uh, like an MLB TV subscription down there. <laughs> no, I, I wish. <laughs> That'd be sick. That's nuts. Yeah, I'll hit you up with sure. my login so you can uh, stay I was about tuned. to say, I'm about to get <laughs> yeah. my NBC Sports login at least. <laughs> no, you probably be all baseballed out then, like you said. You know, that's that's a thing that we don't think about because we're here. You know, we're uh-huh. diehard fans. We're I'm watching, you know, Cardinals Pirates right now uh, in yeah. the background as recording this. And, uh, you know, with you guys, though, you know, obviously you're playing it. You're out every day. That's that's an interesting, mm-hmm. you know, just thing that you bring up there that, you know, players these guys are humans too as much as you know we think of them as our uh you know beloved athletes uh yeah. that you know that's their life but you know they, they got to decompress too so it's exactly. interesting that you, exactly uh, yeah that's how that's how i feel we much more safer than like we'd probably like to admit the last year just because like we're so bored like we're just looking for something uh we, we've literally watched like way too much soccer it's like and I'm so glad like playoff hockey's on, so we can uh, can watch something like that, you know. Yeah. So you talk about playoff hockey. Um, obviously, you're a big Hawks fan. Um, so how much are these playoffs killing you with the Blues going to the Western Conference Final? <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Like, literally, it's it's still like hurts that they're going to the the Western Conference Finals. But I'm hopeful. We'll see. I mean. The Blues are looking good, but like if the Stars stuck into Game Seven, like the Sharks gotta have, gotta have more in the tank than the Stars, right? So like, I'm holding out hope, and I hate, hate, hate their win song, that Gloria song. Like, come on, like let's 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 be better. Yes. <laughs> John yeah, actually dude, I wish the Stars. Video. I was about to say, I was yeah. about to plug your video that you put together for that yeah. Gloria. I'll send it over so you can see it. It doesn't have the same doesn't have the same effect right now because uh, you know the stars obviously got eliminated by the blues, yeah. but the video was pretty funny because their their song was Pantera, so I had like a little like lead in of Gloria, yeah. and then it you know blows that up <laughs> and 
Rixa Records and then into uh, Pantera there. But uh, that's sick. yeah. Do you, so I was, do you do you have like you know since you're from the St. Louis uh, area from Missouri, do you have like buddies that'll like rag on you if they're Blues fans or Cardinals fans or something? Oh, nonstop. Like, it's it's unbelievable, and it's like they're like oh like how, how are the Hawks doing this year? And like all I'll respond is six cups. Like that's all I have to respond, and then they're like. Oh, that's such a Hawks comment. It's like, guys, like you got to win six years in a row to like just tie the Hawks and, and Stanley Cup. So it's like you, you can't act like you're you're own big time because oh, you're going to the Western Conference Finals. Like, congrats, you know. So <laughs> I get I get a lot of grief from those guys, especially at Missouri State. Like, literally, when the the Blues beat the Stars because I tweeted out like Stars by a million tonight. Um, I literally got way too many DMs, way too many Snapchats, just like play Gloria, like just just rattled my dome a little bit, and I'm just like sitting there on the couch, like what what am I doing? Like this is like I I should just not tweet about the Blues, and maybe maybe they will lose, you know. So I'm gonna yeah. keep, I'm gonna keep it on hockey for you. How did you feel when Coach Q got fired? Give me your give me your take on Carlton and how you felt oh. when when Q got fired. I, so like I woke up, looked at my phone, and that was like. That was the notification. That was the first notification on my phone. And I, like, I sat there for a second, like, thought it was, like, okay. Fools or whatever. And I'm like, nope, like, this is bad. And uh, no, I love I love Coach Q. And I I just love, like, his mannerisms and how, how he acts and how he handles the club. But, I mean, part of it is, you know, like, sometimes you just need a new manager. So, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where uh, – you know, it, it's bound to happen. But you know, I think uh, I think he was the man for the job. Still, um, you know, I think we need to make some some moves. Uh, moves. I mean, getting rid of Jalmerson, Panarin, and like literally all these guys. And it's like you know, you can't can't expect to win when when you get rid of some of your best players. So, uh, holding out hope that Panarin comes back though. So that's uh, that's part of it. As am I, as am I. So, Jake, I'm going to lead this into a more baseball question. Have you ever been a part of mm-hmm. a squad um, where you've had a manager change midseason? And um, if if you have, how's that affected the team? Honestly, no, I've never never had that situation happen. Um, I've talked to some guys that have gone through it, and I I don't know. I mean, the, it's kind of mixed reviews. Uh, I think it depends on like the person, um, like the the individual player, you know, because. Some guys are closer with their managers, and some guys aren't. And, uh, you know, I think uh, that you know it, it, it's honestly personal opinion. Um, I don't think it would really disrupt like chemistry too much, um, but you know, I, I've never gone through it, so I can't really speak from experience. Understandable. So yeah, obviously you're kind of early on in your um, professional career. Yeah, career. I was about to say career. I don't even know if that's a word, but. <laughs> Um, do you have like, uh, here, what's your craziest minor league experience that you've had so far? Oh God. I don't know if I should even tell this story. I think this is the first time I've ever told this story to like anybody outside of like the small group. We played at Greensboro, uh, in, when, when I was in Kannapolis and, uh, Greensboro at all. Like it was bad. Like, I think it was like one for 40, like in Greensboro, like these apartment buildings in the background, like bad hitters. eye, just wasn't working out. And, uh, one game we, I was like over five with like four K's. And you know, the worst thing, the last thing you want to do when you're over five or four K's is go to extras. 
and we go to extras. And this guy is just ripping me behind the dugout, like, all game, like, just nonstop, like, just in my ear, like, and I've had enough of it. And I'm at the plate, and he's like, Burger, I'll give you 10 bucks if you strike out of here. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, so already dumped up, like, walking up to the plate. Oh, no. First pitch fastball, take it for a strike. Next pitch, like, foul it off. And then, boom, kid throws a hammer, strike out. Like, he's wearing me out the entire time. And he's like, it was the last out of the inning, and I'm just walking back to the dugout. He's wearing me out. And, like, no disrespect. Like, this was just kind of like a a off-the-cuff type thing. You know, I was just, like, boiled. And he just kept keeps wearing me out. I get to the top step, and I look at him, and, like, I say, like, why don't you go back to your trailer park, buddy? Because, like, he looked like he, he lived in a trailer park. Like, no disrespect. Yes. That's just, like. That's oh my gosh, yes. Okay. And he uh, like and all the Canapolis fans like went nuts like after I said that. And after the game he came down and gave me ten bucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Ten dollars metric. What'd you spend it on? Yeah, I was about to say you're uh, not in college anymore at that point, so you can take that ten dollars. Yeah, right. I don't I don't remember what I spent it on. I don't I really don't. Like <laughs> it was like, what just happened? Like I chirped the guy back and he's like, Hey man, like I just like I just like chirping you guys and like yeah like no problem like I'm gonna chirp <laughs> back you know. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That's a great yeah. story. They, yeah, thanks for sharing that with us, man. So yeah. the the next question we were gonna have is what's the worst minor league town that you've ever been to, and like I kind of feel like you kind of gave us something right there. But is there anywhere else like really sticks out as like just a really shitty place to be? Um. See, like Greensboro was a nice city. Like it was a good field. It was just like, man, ruthless. Um, I would say Hagerstown. Out of all the places, like there was just like nothing there. Like it, it was. You're just like stuck in your hotel. Like the the Sally League has some really cool places, and like that just stuck out the worst. Like we went to Lexington. Like played at Lakewood. It's like right off Jersey Shore. So like there's some really cool places, and they go to that place, and it's like desolate like it it was it was tough and like the field's like a really weird shape and like not a great field and so yeah i would say that like i'll remember that that field forever though because like it was during like that solar eclipse and like 17 you know that was like huge like across america like and we got to like see the solar eclipse there but like other than that like there was nothing cool about that town snooze snoozeville yeah exactly so, Jake, um, you're uh, you're a big gamer. We see it all the time on your social media accounts. Um, uh-huh. So, what currently, right now, what's the favorite, and then what else is in the rotation? FIFA is my favorite right now. Uh, I'm nasty. Like literally, I'll take out all challengers. Like whoever's listening to this, like you're not gonna beat me. <laughs> um, <laughs> number two, probably NHL. There um, we go. Yeah, I mean, you got to. And then uh, three, uh, like, I haven't, I played Fortnite, like, once in the last, like, four weeks. So, like, really, I'm kind of getting away from it. I, you know, I I liked it. It was really past the time, like, when I couldn't do stuff. But now it's just, like, I don't know. I just don't want to sit there and, like, yell, like, yell, oh, this guy's at, like, 300, you know? Like, yeah. kind of, you know, it just seems, like, kind of childish at this point. But, like, yeah. a lot of guys still play it. So, I don't know. It's it's uh you, you guys are like this dane dunning and aj puckett huge world of warcraft guys 
Really? Like that's oh, their, wow. That's their only game they play. Like it's. It, I didn't even know that game was still around. Oh my goodness! Right? That's what I said. Like they come back from the field and just like grind on it for like two, three hours. And I'm like, what? Like, come on, guys! <laughs> like this is. It, it's like population like Nerdville. Just like when I walk in the door, like they have their computers <laughs> out, like with their keyboards and stuff. Like, they're. It's just. It's a, it's a it's a joke, but like they're really good at it. So like you know, if you're really good at something, you're gonna you're gonna grind on it. Yeah, no, we uh, Tony and I play Fortnite a little bit ourselves, but I haven't really been playing as much since some of you the show came out. I've been grinding that pretty heavily. So. Yeah, I, I have that. Like, Dynasty team's okay, but I. I who's your be- who's your uh, who's your best player on your Diamond Dynasty team? Who is it? I haven't been on like three weeks. Um, oh, I got like a Diamond League left-handed pitcher like from back in the day, like in the like not even the eighties, like the thirties or forties. Oh my goodness! And he's pretty nasty, but like. Oh yeah, I just have like solid players across the board. Nothing like too special. So you're a you're a big shell guy too. Uh, are you uh, more of an online versus guy or an EASHL player? EASHL. I, if you if you guys need a right winger, like bend over, like he's there, like he, he's a stud. So I'm, over. <laughs> I'm 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 an EASHL guy, but I, I'm pretty sure you're a PS4 guy. I've got. Uh, I am a PS4 guy. I'm all, I'm, I'm also yeah. a winger. Uh, do you do you do threes or sixes? Uh, it just depends. Like I like threes better just because there's open ice and penalty shots on on penalties. But uh, sixes is fun. Like if you have a good squad, um, my squad's okay. So like we we sometimes like weed them out and just play threes. But um, but like uh, I I'm a better threes player. I'll just put it that way. And I, I I echo that a hundred percent. The the open ice in that in that threes mode is just it makes the game so much more fun. It's pivotal, so, yeah, exactly. So, so what uh, what division did you make it up to? Have you have you been division one yet? Yeah, division one to win the championship. That was like the happiest moment of our lives. Like <laughs> like literally like right. <laughs> Not when you got drafted by the White Sox. No, but. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was winning division one. Yes, yes, No, like literally like we were went to OT and it was our last game to like win the title and we scored an OT goal and like I think I'm still deaf from like the yells like <laughs> in the headset after that one it was nuts do you play with and anybody else do you play with anybody else on on the on the Sox organization no nobody I haven't talked to anybody I think uh I don't know who I think Nikki plays it a little bit but I haven't I haven't really like ran into somebody that's like a huge hockey guy so um, I played with like my Missouri State uh, boys, and then like a couple guys from St. Louis. So, um, he, <laughs> our our team name's the uh, STL Bud Lights, and it's been that name for like the last like five years. And so, like, we have this group message, like, <laughs> just like the Bud Lights, and every time like I text and everybody's like, "What, what is that?" And like, don't worry about it. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's where winners are made. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Now, as an EASHL guy, you know, let's not go too over the top, but uh, have you seen any really good team names that have stuck out to you? Because I know when I'm on NHL at night, I can get some, some pretty interesting there's team some, names. There's some, yeah, there's some uh, questionable ones for sure. I haven't really, I don't really remember, like, anything that stands out, um, honestly. Like, there's some, like, 69ers, like, stuff like that. It's not like. It's like okay, like let's get creative, you know. Yeah. Um, but 
but like there are some creative ones. I just don't, don't remember them. All right, that's enough NHL talk because John does. John does over here. Getting, <laughs> I getting don't know. So shit he's about so bored. Hockey. This is this is this is payback for all of the Northwestern talk. Yeah, I'm like Suarez has had to put me through. I'm I'm literally like I'm obsessed with Northwestern just as much as I am with the White Sox. So, (laughs) Uh, moving on, did you guys have any else like questions you wanted to ask Jake before we move on to quick hits? Yeah, I've got I've got one more, and I think Johnny wants to jump in too. But Jake, the uh, the chemistry amongst you guys, especially in the minor leagues, has been something that the White Sox organization has kind of pushed towards the fans, and and we've seen it too. Just describe, you know, what that chemistry is like between all you guys right now down there, because it, it seems like you guys have something special. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, you know, it's, it's. I don't know. You got a lot of college guys and then a couple of high school guys mixed in, but like it's been, it's been huge. It honestly feels like a college locker room, um, and like a winning college locker room at that. You know, so I think uh, when you get that chemistry, it's a lot easier to like play every day and like play for for each other instead of just for yourself. So it's been incredible and I know we've been kind of plagued with injuries here as of recent, but like, that's also, you know, if I, I don't think it really pushed back the timeline, but like, you know, having, having these guys, even just in Arizona, like not even like focused on baseball at the time being and like just rehabbing together, like you're creating bonds for like, for the rest of your life, you know? And so like having that chemistry with each other and knowing like what each other goes through, like it's huge, you know, I, I would have never thought like, I'd be so close with like Michael Kopak, but like him and I like talk every day and like have good conversations. And it's like, you know, it's, there's a reason why, you know, we, I think we click so good. And I think that's a credit to the, to the front office and uh, Nick Hosteller and those guys, like they, they find the right people. And I've always said this, you know, it's like, it's not about finding just the right players, but finding the right people too. And, and having, having guys that, that you know, that, that have the same goal and, uh, can strive for that goal together you know it's uh makes it a lot more fun a lot easier for for everybody yeah jake it's great uh being able to hear from uh a bunch of the different prospects throughout um all of the levels um mm-hmm. it, it's been nice when we're, when we're watching white Sox games here at home and they'll call in i know dane was on the uh broadcast the other day when he was back in chicago they had had mm-hmm. him in the booth actually with them but then they'll have other guys call in too um, yeah. So are, are we, are we going to be able to hear you on a uh, White Sox broadcast, hopefully in the near future? Hey, I hope so. I mean, if, uh, if all goes well and I'm back in an affiliate, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping I can get on there. You know, I just got to get the invite. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get on Benetti and Stone for you. <laughs> so you guys have been talking a little bit about like your minor league experiences and stuff and like playing like video games with guys in the club and whatnot. We want. We just want to know. You kind of said that you you were pretty close with Michael Kopech there. Have you gotten a chance to meet like Nick Madrigal or any of the other like Sox prospects of note, like Luis Robert, or been able to interact with those guys that you're maybe going to share the big league diamond with one day? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Um, they always do a good job of like getting us together and in, in situations and stuff. You know, whether it's like a just a camp, like just to have everybody together. Um, and, and they did that a lot this off season, where where all of us could just kind of hang out not even focus on baseball for the time being and just, uh, just hang out and be, be normal people with each other. And, uh, it's been, it's been awesome. It, Madrigal is a great dude. And, you know, he's, I, I love seeing him be successful because he's just such a nice kid. And, uh, Luis Robert, like literally all these guys, like, like I said, like they're just great people. And, um, yeah, it's just, it, it's incredible. Like having, having those like three days where they like fly us out for a camp, um, and just like, 
going through the experiences with each other. Like they went down to the DR, um, and I was supposed to go, but obviously focused on the rehab. Um, you know, you, you get to see a different culture with each other and, and have a bond. I mean, I can speak from experience just like playing on team USA and like traveling the world with like those guys. Like I still have like a bond with all those guys and like, we're, we're still super close. And it's like, because you traveled the world and saw everything together, like the Sox doing that for us is huge. And no, it's been, uh, it's been awesome. Blake Rutherford, Sheets, uh, Collins and Madrigal, like we're all pretty close friends. And so um, it's good, uh, good talking to those guys and seeing them be successful. Yeah, that's good to hear. That's exciting news because the chemistry obviously starts there. Like once you get to the big league level together, that's obviously important. So it's nice to hear that you guys are already kind of building those relationships to move forward yeah, with. Definitely. I think it makes the transition to, to the big league level easier too, I think. Um, you know, just if somebody gets called up before you and then maybe you get called up, like they can make that transition just a little bit easier for you. Like that's huge. Yeah. So obviously, like nowadays, uh, social media is more impacted in the game than it ever has been before. Mm-hmm. Um, do you or any of the other players that you may have just mentioned, do you guys ever like pay any attention to like White Sox Twitter? Or, like, how do you guys feel about White Sox Twitter? Are you aware of all <laughs> the stuff that goes on on White Sox Twitter? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think just because I've had so much downtime, I've probably seen it the most. Um, and I, it's, it's funny. Like <laughs> there's a lot of, a lot of personalities and I love that, like, especially about the South side, you know, like it's like good hardworking people that like, you know, just want, want the best for their team. Um, and so like seeing, seeing it on Twitter is pretty funny. And I, I think it's really cool. Like how, how much like White Sox fans like keep up with their prospects, you know, like there's, there's always seems to be like a tweet about some sort of prospect like out there from, from one of like the bigger accounts. And so like, it's, it's really cool. Like seeing that and knowing that like the, the fans do care about like your progress, like throughout the minors and stuff. And I think that's encouraging instead of just like feeling like, Oh, it's so far away. Like, no, like there's people that are paying attention about it. So, uh, no, I've seen, I've seen all the, the tur- what was it, like the one Oh eight like personality tournament or whatever. And like, yeah, we probably, like, we like probably that. partook in that. Yeah, no, like all that that stuff's so cool and uh I love the uh love the idea that the wave should be banned from all of baseball. Um, yes. <laughs> I I can totally get behind that. Uh <laughs> I went to uh Diamondbacks Diamondbacks game the other like with my girlfriend and like they were trying to start the wave and I just like look at her I'm like this is brutal. Like we <laughs> we're we're not partaking in this wave. Like this is so bad. <laughs> but, totally no, we ba- uh, we back you right there. <laughs> love that so J- jake one last question here uh how do you feel about bat flips man i love them uh i Can think you bat flip I, you know what yeah i i have in the past um i think like if if you get a pitcher like i think you should be able to celebrate it because like if a, if a pitcher strikes you out like they're gonna celebrate too you know whether it's like a fist pump or like yelling or staring you down like you should be able to do it too, you know? So I, I don't have a problem with like what like TA did. Like that's, that's perfectly fine. Like you're looking back at your dugout, you know? Um, and like you're celebrating with your, with your team. Like you're not trying to show anybody up. And no, I think, I, I think that's how it should be. Um, you know, if you're going to like throw a Ho- Jose Batista in there, like, okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe a little too far, but like 
no, you got to have fun with the game and like make baseball fun again. You know, like that's, that's the whole goal. And like, you know, it, it's fun seeing like all these younger players kind of, kind of partaking in that and like getting the game exciting, you know? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's move into, let's move into quick hits. So uh, Jake, we do this with uh, pretty much every guest we have on here. It's called quick hits. You're going to go on the hot seat here. Our guy, Jonda, is going to read you off some questions. You're going to answer them as fast as you can. Um, wow. They're going to be, you know, yes, no, maybe open-ended. It's going to be all over the place, no rhyme or reason. Uh, there's some repeats in there that we ask everybody, um, but uh, you'll get some random stuff here. This should be fun. Uh, let us know when you're ready. John, <laughs> let me know when you're ready to go. All right. You ready for me, Jake? Yep. All right. Let's get it. Quick hits with Jake Berger. Here we go. Who was your favorite baseball player growing up? Paul Canerco. Oh, great answer. Favorite baseball movie ever? Oh, I feel the dreams. Okay, we're with you on that. Uh, Patrick Kane or Jonathan Taves? Gosh, that's such a tough one. Um, I'm going to go Johnny Taves. Stanley Cup, 2010, 2013, or 2015? Favorite one? I would... I like 15, but... 10, 10 tough. Um, yeah, we're, we're right around the same age, so 10 was probably, like, your, your high school year, so I'm sure that... Yeah, like, 15 was, like, right when I was, like, in college, right? So it was, like, that was easy to, like, get behind. Um, I, that's so tough. That's such <laughs> a tough question. All of them. Like, all six of them. <laughs> I don't even remember the first three, but all six. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right, what's your favorite ballpark food? I'm sure you don't get much ballpark food, but... No, um, I would say just like a brat. And you had said your team name earlier was the something about Bud Light. So we're going to go Miller Light, Bud Light, or Coors Light. What's your uh, preference? Bud Light all the way. St. Louis beer. Got to go with it. So you had said Paul Canerco is your favorite player earlier. What's your favorite Sox game that you've ever been to? Favorite Sox game? Yeah. See, I've, I I had didn't go to any games growing up. So like, really? I would say the one where I threw out the first pitch, I guess, because that's like the only one I went to. That was a pretty um, decent answer. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not a bad answer. Yeah, so I would say that. <laughs> and I think I might already know the answer to this, but Paul Canerco or Frank Thomas? Paul Canerco. Uh, what do you top your hot dog with if you have to? Uh, just mustard. Okay. Chicago answer. Favorite frozen pizza brand? DiGiorno. It doesn't sound, that answer didn't sound like you, you dabble too much in frozen pizza. I don't. I, I literally... That was like that, that just sounded like, like the, the one you know. Yeah. Yeah, that was like the high school. Like you're over at your boy's house, and like his mom's about to throw in a pizza, and like it's a DiGiorno, you know. So like it's, that's literally like all I really remember. Yeah. It's, it's not it's delivery. Not, it's not. Yeah, it's not delivery. It's your boy's mom. All right. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <That's so bad>. <laughs> <laughs> moving. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> All right, quick hits off the rails. Yeah, right off the rails. All right, uh, what's your favorite band of all time? Oh, I mean, (laughs) that's so tough to say. Like, can I say two? Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. You can sound ten. I don't care. Uh, Little Beastie Boys and then uh, Motley Crue. All right, uh, Mankata or Eloy? Oh, how are you telling me to pick favorites? Um, (laughs) You don't have to. No, I mean, like, I know Eloy better, so I'm just going to say Eloy. And then uh, you had said that you hadn't played Fortnite in a while, but we're still going to ask you. Better duos partner, Dane Dunning or Zach Collins? Oh, Dane Dunning all the way. Zach can 
Zach literally like it's so heavy to carry him on your back. Like it's oh, like what? dude, like figure it out. Figure it out. You figure it out. You figure it out. Figure it out. You need shoulder surgery after you play with yeah, him. Yeah, like no, like literally you just you need to lay down for for three days after that because it's just like you're carrying the load. Didn't Sebby <laughs> say something about that too? Yeah, so I mean, yeah, he did say something about that. <laughs> That's funny. He likes he likes to think he's good, and it's like nah. <laughs> All right, and then uh, who do you think would be better at Fortnite, just based off knowing absolutely nothing about us, me or Tony? Tony. Damn. Okay. That's a wrong answer, right there, yeah, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wrong, but we'll see. Uh, and then uh, you had said that you do follow White Sox Twitter. So who's your favorite White Sox Twitter follow? Who? Um. Wow. There's a lot. Yeah, that's like I don't want to also name a few. I, I, What? I said you could also name a few here if you have to. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's fishing right um, now. I mean, wow. Wow. You guys are really putting me on the spot there. <laughs> um Welcome to Quick Hits, man. Yeah. Yeah, holy cow. Um I mean like just cuz like White Sox Dave like is White Sox Dave like I call him. That's all you gotta uh, say. What's the uh it's like Allie White Sox? Oh White yeah, yeah. Yeah, Allie I White call, Sox. She's she's had some funny stuff. Um I think I B Sun's like top to beat just because like him He's and the I man. Like, we feel like we're boys already. Like, honestly. Um and like Sox on thirty fifth has always like got some heat shit. So um I would just say I mean like Literally, I love all of it. Like, I can't even, I can't even pick favorites, honestly. All right. So speaking of gonna... white, speaking of White Sox, Dave, that leads it right into the next question. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. So when can we ever expect to see Jake Berger at a Shy Sox Weekly Tailgate? Uh, I mean, if I could, I would. <laughs> we appre- hey, we appreciate that. But yeah, so we got one yeah. coming up on Thursday with White Sox, Dave. So I'm sure you'll see some you know, stuff on the Twitterverse uh, from I'll, that one. No, I'll talk to Gats and see if I can uh, swing a flight up there and just, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, say, hey, dude, like, for the fans, like, you know, just have have a good tailgate, you know, drink Break. a few brews, like, just have some fun. Give so, us the White Sox camera for that. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Take, have, have the White Sox send it down here and then bring it right back up. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring, we'll, yeah, we'll bring it back to you. So here's a question for <laughs> exactly. you, Jake. Have, have you ever done a jello shot? Oh, God. Yeah, I have. Okay. Because John did a Jello shot the other at, at our last tailgate, and Four he wound up with Jello on his mustache, and I don't feel like that's proper form. No, that's terrible form. Like, Dude, honestly, so I that was honestly that was my first time ever taking a Jello shot. Not not big in the Jello shot business, and they told me I just have to take a toothpick, swivel it around, it'll loosen up, pop it straight in my mouth. Went to go pop it straight in my mouth, did not pop into my mouth, and I just sat there like squeezing a fucking ramekin of jello like over my mouth for like thirty seconds and I completely missed my mouth. So I got jello like all over my beard. You didn't use the tongue, that's rookie status. Yeah, no, that's rookie status. And like <laughs> who's who's giving the advice to use a toothpick? <laughs> I don't I don't even like, remember. That's, that's, that's okay, well like, I was I was already like mildly status. I was already mildly blacked at that point. He said, "That's not grinders. Grinder rules. That's not grinders." Yeah, grinder rules is you just use your finger and let it just let it eat. You know, like you, you don't use it too thick. Like that's not the south side way. That's that's a Cubs fan right there. Oh my it's god! Like, oh, no, don't, don't don't put that evil on me, Jake Burger. <laughs> Jake brought the heat. 
Bring it. Yeah, <laughs> this is. I think we got him riled up with quick hits. All right, and that was and that was quick hit. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you got uh, me fired uh, up. Yeah. You got anybody else in the house that wants to sit through quick hits? <laughs> yeah, we gotta. We'll put them through the fucking ringer. Should I just slot the in real quick? You won't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He said okay. Who is he getting? Dane and Dunning. <laughs> hey, do you want to do a uh, quick interview? <laughs> All right. Uh, hello? Is do we got Dane? Dane? Yes. Yo, what's going on, Dane? This is the Shy Sox Weekly Crew. Oh, how's it going? Pretty good, man. We were just putting uh, your roommate there through the quick hits ringer where we go through and uh, – ask a bunch of questions that are random rapid fire answers uh would you like to partake oh, God. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing to me right now <laughs> uh sure why not john do the abbreviated version we don't, we don't need to do all of them but dane uh it was great hearing you on the broadcast we'll get these questions to you in a second but um great hearing from you uh glad everything went well with the surgery wise and uh we're looking forward to seeing you back in action i appreciate that all right. This is uh this is the second round of quick hits. We've got Dane Dunning. Dane, uh, this is Tony Marchese. Thanks for joining the show, man. No, no problem. The twofer. He's giving Jake the look right now, probably. But <laughs> but all right. So this is gonna be quick hits with with Dane Dunning. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Who was your favorite baseball player growing up? Uh, Pedro Martinez. Who is your or what's your favorite baseball movie of all time? Um. Oh God! Um, I honestly didn't watch that many baseball movies growing up, but um, yeah, I, honestly, Benchwarmers. I'm gonna say the Benchwarmers. Uh, what's your favorite baseball or ballpark food of all time? Uh, nachos, actually. If you had to choose Miller Lite, Bud Light, or Coors Light, uh, I gotta go with Bud. Okay, you and Jake are in the same boat there. Yep. Uh, what's the favorite? What's your favorite Sox game you've ever attended? Uh, well, I've only attended one Sox games in the stands. That was you got crushed, so that was a bad one. But that's the only one I've actually been in the stands. Uh oh. Uh, if you had to pick Paul Konerko or Frank Thomas. Ooh, that's a. Um, I'm going with the big hurt. And then, uh, what do you top your hot dog with? What do I top my hot dog with? Yeah. Ketchup and mustard. Oh boy. You might be in, you might be in some trouble there, Mister Dunning. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, what's your favorite frozen pizza brand? DiGiorno. DiGiorno. You and Jake, I could see why you guys are roommates now because you guys you share a lot of interests. <laughs> He's uh, actually just feeding me all the answers right now. Is he really? <laughs> no. What's your, no he's <laughs> what's your favorite band? My favorite band. Um. I mean, I've been on this Motley Crue high lately, so I'm happy with Motley Crue. All right. He might actually be feeding you the answer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Uh, Yoa Mankata or Eloy Jimenez? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I have to go with Eloy just because the the bond that we have together. Uh, who's a better duos partner, Jake Berger or Zach Collins? Um, <laughs> uh, I would have to go with Berger on that one. And then, uh, what's the worst minor league town you've been to? Worst minor league town I've been to, I would have to say Batavia Mud Dogs. It was like the Miami Marlins short, like short season field. It was horrible. 
Oh god, uh, yeah, just uh, the mud dogs just sounds terrible within itself. <laughs> and then, all right, we're gonna wrap it up here. Who do you think is easier to strike out, Nick Madrigal? I hate you, Tony. Nick Madrigal or Jake Berger? Uh, definitely Jake Berger. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> we're just trying to stir it up down there for your uh, living situation. So. Yeah, right. I just told him the question too. <laughs> Dave, we'll, we'll let you go here in a second, but I have to say that now that you said you're on a Motley crew kick, um, the, I'm speaking on behalf of the guys, the 108, the uh, season ticket holders down the right field line mm-hmm. uh, at the Sox games. Um, would you consider using Live Wire as your walk-in song? Oh, 100%. That's Hell, like my favorite yes. song. There we I go. Hope we that down the road. <laughs> You heard it here first. I consider Livewire as my walkout song. Excellent. <laughs> thanks for uh, well, thanks for sitting through that, uh, Dane. We appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, no problem. No problem. Yeah, if you if you ever want to come on and actually be a guest on Shy Sox Weekly, we'd be more than happy to have you sometime. All right, sounds good. Here's Burger. All right, sweet. All right, see you. Me or Nick Madrigal for a strikeout? Yeah. <laughs> I did not are we, make are that question. Like, like, literally, no. that's like asking me Michael Kopech or Dane Dunning. Are you going to hit a bomb off? I'm going to say Dane Dunning. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> he had to bounce back with that. I, we, I had to take respect, a slip. <laughs> yeah, we respect that. We respect that. <laughs> we love Until every it hangs up. <laughs> uh, we appreciate that, Jake. That was awesome. Thank we're, you so much. We're off the rails. We're off the rails. Yeah, we are, too, so... Cheers. That's how most of these shows end up. Oh, well. <laughs> Controlled chaos. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we love it that way. Um, you guys got anything else for Jake? No, honestly, this this has been a ton of fun, Jake. We appreciate you. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on. It's, I always love doing stuff like Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's great for us to, you know, be able to help fans make more of a connection um, with the players because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you can feel a bit removed. So uh, it's great. Definitely. Obviously, a bunch of great personalities in the system. So, um, yeah, just really appreciate it. Uh, and then what was that date that you said June 1st was when they had that marked for you? Getting yeah, back that's into... the mark. I, I know Rick, Rick said that a couple of times. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's the estimated goal. But um, like I said, you know, it's kind of a – the soft date could be before, could be after. You know, it just—I think it just depends on how I progress the next couple of weeks. Gotcha. Hey. We'll be keeping tabs on you for sure. Yeah, don't rush it, man. We're rooting for you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Of course. Absolutely, Jake. It, it, it's been a pleasure having you on, man. Hope to have you yeah, on again. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, for sure. All right. All you right. have a good night, Jake. And that was Jake Berger and partially Dane Dunning. And I got to say, guys, that was, I mean, we took a week off of Shy Sox Weekly. And that I hope to you guys, as much as that was to me, that was well worth the wait right there. Absolutely well worth it, dude. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, didn't work out with scheduling a couple of times so far, but I'm glad we were finally able to get him on. And then uh, he rewarded us by bringing uh, Dane on, too. So that was nice. Yeah, they both brought the absolute heat. Um, that I mean, this might go down as one of my favorite episodes of Shy Sox Weekly History. So, uh, moving on, we're gonna do a little bit of who's hot, who's not. We're gonna try and make that a trending thing for Shy Sox Weekly. So, uh, Johnny, take it away. Who's hot and who is not for the White Sox right now? So Jose Abreu is finally hot, which is excellent. Um, he's been doing it 
uh, for the past couple of weeks, uh, 367 batting average, on-base percentage at 415, uh, slugging 735, five home runs and 15 RBIs over those days, um, th- those 14 days. So that is exactly what we wanted to see from Jose Abreu. And now I have a little more faith in my uh, prediction of him being the RBI's leader for the team. Yeah, so. it, it's funny. I don't want to cut you off, but it's funny that like the last episode we were talking, we were super worried about Jose Abreu. And because we took that whole week off, you know, it's going to go from we're like super low on Jose Abreu to that's our guy. Jose Abreu has been an absolute RBI machine over the last couple weeks. And yes. I'm glad to see it. Even if he's not getting on base, he's still getting runs in. And that's that's important. So. Yeah, it's excellent to see. You know, I think the weather warming up a little bit. Um, granted, I know there's still been some cold days, but Jose, you know, kind of starts a little bit cold and then comes on. Um, just hope he stays healthy. That's the biggest thing with him. Uh, you know, some time off can put him back into one of those cold spells. So uh, hopefully Jose stays healthy and continues this because he will be an all-star caliber first baseman once again. Uh, James McCann, he is also hot. 371, 421, 657 slash line over the past two weeks. Very pleasant surprise. Tony's blog helped bump that. Um, yeah, I think it's time. About, yeah, I, I think it's time we get a bit of crow here because Tony and I have both publicly kind of criticized James McCann and not really. We haven't been high on the guy so far, and no. over the last couple of weeks, he's he's kind of shut us up. Tony, I'll let you take the floor because you put that whole blog out about him. So, so yeah, I mean, I talked a little bit about this with Buzz on 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 tap, but he's just he looks so good right now. Um, probably the best catcher that we've had in God knows how long. I'm I'm thrilled with the production we've got out of him. And as soon as I go and write this whole detailed blog about how the guy can't hit and run with runners in scoring position. He starts just driving in everybody <laughs> when they're on base, so I'm happy with it. Um, I mean, it delays probably the uh, the promotion of Zach Collins or Sebi Zavala because I don't think any of you guys, I know myself, I did not think that James McCann would last through June. Um, I didn't either. But, no, you're not. You you're know, not lying. Especially so, after we had Sebi on, like we're rooting for you, Sebs. So yeah. we hope we hope to eventually see you at some point this year. But McCann's kind of roadblocking you a little bit, so we apologize for that. I, I, I never thought he was going to be DFA'd. I always thought it was just kind of he's going to be his average self, which well, he, yeah, you know, it, was in Detroit. That's, that's kind of what I thought. Career two thirty to two fifty hitter. I yeah. mean, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Is he's only on contract through this year, correct? I'm pretty sure it was a one-year deal. It's either this year. Yeah. Or no, well, yeah, yeah. The Sox knew what they were doing, especially with the catching plan, with Sebi actually proving himself and showing power numbers and getting on base. And then Zach Collins, who actually just uh, started a trip to the IL, which we haven't really talked about. But uh, I don't really know too much about that. But I know Zach Collins just got put on the IL, and I don't really know why. So I'm kind of curious to find out. Yeah, so Zach Collins took a tip, uh, foul tip, off the mask because they put him in the concussion protocol. Um, I did not hear whether or not it was actually uh, diagnosed as a concussion yet, but that was the most recent update that I had seen about okay. it. So um, definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, he's got some Fortnite to practice anyways. Apparently he's not as good as he, <laughs> as he makes it seem. Uh, hopefully it's, it's nothing, you know, serious. Um, but you know, those, when a foul tip comes right back at your face there, even with the mask, I mean, that that can rattle you. Oh, yeah. um, so, uh, hopefully everything's okay with Zach Collins. Uh, it's time to get into who's not though. Uh, who's hot, who's not, who's not, uh, is yonder Alonzo once again, unfortunately recurring, uh, name on this sheet here. 
172, 284, 328 slash line on the season, and he's hitting 105 over the last week. That is bad. Um, they just keep him in the lineup for having that power bat. You know, he's a strong guy. Uh, that's the threat that they want in the lineup. But, man, he, besides that hit, that uh, single that was a walk-off, and that that was back during the uh, Baltimore series. Oh, forever that, ago. That was honestly like the last thing that you can remember. He had a double at Cleveland yesterday, but other than that, man. With uh, two outs and nobody on yeah, base. Like, yeah, exactly. So, that I mean, the Yonder just hasn't been doing much. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I am firmly in the bring Daniel Palka back up and let him either DH or figure it whatever the fuck out with Tilson and Cordell because Yonder Alonso needs to get DFA'd immediately. This dude is a – it's like Adam Dunn 2.0. I can't watch this dude take any more cuts in a White Sox uniform. Manny Machado is obviously not coming anytime soon. John Jay just got moved to the 60-day DL, so he's probably not playing anytime soon. So – yeah, I'm not a Yonder Alonso guy. Sorry, guys. I mean, I'm sure you don't care, but I don't I mean, think they're going to DFA him. But those those numbers are DFAable. If it was thinking about someone they, else, that, that is a, <laughs> I honestly. Yeah, I tweeted one time when Yomer made an error in uh in in the Bronx when they were playing the Yankees. That's a DFAable offense, and I think I'm going to make that a thing. And Yonder Alonso's stat line that is a DFAable offense right there. It's not good, not great. No. Not, not great, great Bob. Bob. Not great, Bob. Yep, not, not great, Bob. At all. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Tim Anderson is also getting into that not hot list. Maybe this is just a little bit of a comparison thing for us because he was so outstanding throughout March and April. Obviously, the American League Player of the Month. Um, but he has hit a little bit of a cold spell here. 200, 304, 200 slash line, just four hits. Uh, two RBIs over the past week. Uh, he, he did have a uh, clutch RBI, uh, two RBI single there um, in one of those games. So it, it's not like he's completely uh, not doing anything, but uh, de- definitely a fall off from what we had seen early on in the season. Um, I, I've always just kind of expected that Timmy is kind of an up and down player. He hasn't really shown at least for, for my, I know there's in all of baseball, a lot of guys can, you know, be that way. It's a, it's a tough game. And sometimes you're just not seeing the ball well. But um, I think Timmy's one of those guys, you know, he doesn't walk a whole lot. So if he's not, you know, hitting doubles or home runs, a lot of those are going to be It makes it look a lot worse. And he's making some weak contact, too. You know, you see his number to the second baseman, um, uh, pop out, pop foul. So the, that's where Timmy's at right now. But I mean, the talent's all there. He he is going to rebound, but just for right now, he does fall in the not category. So th- that's it for who's hot, who's not. Let's get an eye on the opponents coming up. Uh, we've got the same teams for next two weeks, and we just saw the Indians finish up a four-game set there, split that one. So we are on to Toronto now at Toronto. Friday night will be Dylan Covey versus Buckles. Saturday will be Nova versus Stroman. Yikes. And Sunday will be Giolito versus Sanchez. The pitching matchups don't look appealing, but then again, our pitching matchups never really look that appealing uh, nowadays. So after that, Sox are back home then for next week. Two game set, quick one versus Cleveland Monday, Tuesday. And then the fun stuff, uh, home weekend, four game series versus Toronto. And we have a little event going on Thursday night, John. Yeah, so Thursday night is going to be a Shy Sox weekly tailgate event. We are going to be uh, attending Northwestern night with White Sox Dave, which is 
like my dream come true. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, next Thursday it's gonna be May sixteenth against the Blue Jays. Lot B at five ten because first pitch is seven ten and the lots don't open up until two hours before first pitch. So you bet your ass we're gonna be getting our spot. We're going to be, I mean, we already talked about it a little bit last episode, but we're going to have the Shy Sox weekly flag going. If Johnny allows it, we're going to have a Northwestern flag as well because I proudly own one of those. So I'm excited. Um, Dave's been pumping it out on his Twitter. He seems to be excited. So, you know, maybe even see Jake Berger. No, I'm just kidding. But, I mean, we're really excited to, I mean, I haven't been to a game since the last Shy Sox weekly tailgate. And you guys have been to a bunch. So I'm excited to catch a game with you guys. Um, and I'm definitely excited to see some familiar, some new faces out there. And just to drink some beers with the guys. You know what I'm saying? Watch some White Sox baseball. As I'm like a million Budweiser's teeth. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of fun. Yeah, White Sox Dave will be there. It will be Northwestern themed. So yeah, John, feel free. Um, we, we will play to your crowd there. Okay. Uh, they just don't. I also will be wearing my Illini jersey, so that. Uh, you're you're, but, you're, you're uh, such it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, so. yeah. uh, I, I would be that guy too. So I yeah. understand. So we're, uh, yeah, we're going to have a lot of the on tap guys there too. So it's going it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, yeah there, I mean, my, there will my be brother's going to be there. Comiskey's going to be there. I don't know who else is locked in, but. Yeah, it, we got a bunch of the Shy Sex Weekly crew, a bunch of our on tap Sportsnet writers uh, that will be there as well. Um, and we got some uh, koozies to hand out. So if you get yourself out there early, you may wind up with one of our nice Crackham koozies. So, um, yeah, just come out, Lot B, on Thursday night for White Sox Blue Jays, Northwestern Night Tailgate. Sounds good. I know we're all going to be there. It's going to be a good time. Guys, do you have anything else uh, for Shy Sox Weekly uh, before we close this down? No, honestly, this was this was a phenomenal episode. We may not have covered too much over the Sox last two weeks, but I promise you there's been a couple of walk-offs here and there. There's been a really shitty pitching performance here and there, and they've probably played about 500 baseball since the last time we talked. Couldn't give you an exact pinpoint, but the Sox are... They gave me hope for a little bit, and honestly, I rode with it. Starting 2-0 and in a four-game stretch in Cleveland like gave me a super big glimpse of hope after shitting the bet against the Red Sox. So to see them drop these last two games is kind of depressing. This is going to come out tomorrow. I think that's when we start the Toronto series. So, I mean, I'm hoping for a good stretch against the Blue Jays and the Indians. I really am because the Blue Jays are a beatable team. I hate Randall Grichuk. Honestly, I know Marcus Stroman said all this shit about, like, oh, I support bat flips and all that. Woo-woo-woo. Like, I still hate Marcus Stroman. So I hope we stick it to the Blue Jays. And, yeah, I'll see you guys next Thursday. Yeah, I'm with you on the Marcus Stroman thing. I still I, – I don't think that uh, that apology or that, you know, I stand with whatever him and was, Timmy. Yeah. I don't yeah. – whatever. There's still that rivalry, and Timmy started it, so I got to be on his side. So 100%. I still, I'll still hold on to that, and I like that rivalry. I think it's funny because I'm not the biggest fan of Stroman. But um, other than that, uh, John said, you know, there's been a bunch of games in between. Uh, if you ever miss any games or anything like that, you can go and check out Socks on Tap. You'll hear a rotating panel of our voices on there. Brad Buzz Squires, um, he's on there as well. Patrick Comiskey, and we'll be getting some of the other Sox contributors on that one as well, the ONTAP Sox contributors. Um, so, yeah, you can go check those out. Those are quick, usually between 15 and 25 minutes. We just recap the night's game and then look forward to the next day's game. So that's all I've got, Tony. 
Yeah, I mean, you stole the words right out of my mouth, Johnny. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to plug. Uh, it's always a fun time doing those on taps. It's always fun doing Shy Sox Weekly. Um, tonight was, like you said, John, uh, one of the probably best episodes we've had. Uh, thanks again to Jake Berger and Dane Dunning for hopping on. Um, let's go White Sox. Let's go White Sox, dude. Let's go White Sox.